This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church, Pastor Tim and Pastor Mike with you. Thanks for joining us today on another Christmas podcast question. Pastor Michael, as Christmas is quickly approaching, we get this question quite a bit. How could Mary be a virgin and still give birth to Jesus? What do you say? On the third day of Christmas, my true love sent to me (laughs) three three French hens. (laughs) I do not have a good voice. (laughs) You just lied to me. Just trying to build you up, buddy. Thank you. How could Mary be a virgin and give birth to Jesus? It's a miracle. Um, That's what it is. I mean, literally, like that's the best thing I could tell you. Um, how how do how how does humanity even exist? I mean, it's a miracle. How does anything exist? How did God? I mean, so as I step back and I just think about this question, it's like the answer is on the face of it, so simple. Christians need to get really, really comfortable with this answer. It is a pure awesome, beyond impossible miracle. Um, The idea of the immaterial God, the God who spoke and matter existed, humbling himself and taking the form of flesh is first of all a miracle, second of all on the surface of it, just borderline insane, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, this is, I think, one of the most beautiful doctrines because it sets Christianity apart from every other religion on the planet, even other more, we'll call it perverse forms of Christianity, um, which change the nature and character of God. Um, In biblical Christianity, God so loved the world um, that God gave his son to become a human, gave him to the point of death, and God paid the price for our sins because we couldn't. In every other religion, God is sitting on his high horse saying, work yourself into heaven. Work for me, work for me. And if you don't, then um, I'll punish you. And so the the true biblical, beautiful um, vision of who God is, I think is so clearly seen in the incarnation, in the virgin birth. And so just start off and say, it's a miracle. And uh, um, everything that God has created is a miracle. I mean, we just got to get comfortable with miracles. Mm -hmm. The resurrection is a miracle. The ascension is a miracle. Our salvation is a miracle. Um, The fact that anything exists on this planet is a miracle. And, And I think for whatever reason, in our culture, we get more and more afraid of the virgin birth. Like it almost sounds too crazy, you know? And, uh, I mean, personally, I think the resurrection of Jesus Christ and the resurrection of the dead and a new heaven and a new earth feels more crazy than the virgin birth, to be honest. So, um, but here, here's the very simple nature of it: the immaterial, the Holy Spirit, and the material Mary, particularly her her womb, um, were both involved. And it's obvious Mary could not impregnate herself. In vitro fertilization and stuff like that weren't possible at this time. Um, and Mary was very simply the vessel. And so here's what um, the Bible says about it. Matthew chapter one, quoting Isaiah seven fourteen, says, behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. And so from the Old Testament, from Isaiah six or 700 years before Jesus was even born, it was prophesied that you would know that the child would be the Messiah or the Savior um, because he would be born in a supernatural, miraculous way. Um, A virgin will actually give birth. And then in Luke chapter one, here's what it says. The angel is talking to um, Mary. It says, the angel answered her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the 
power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And this is not a cover-up for sexual language. Um, God did not have intercourse with Mary. Right. Um, something supernatural happened, and um, the Holy Spirit did this work um, inside of her. And so Jesus was fully human and simultaneously fully God. He had a body just like ours. But at the same time, he is eternally preexistent and sinless and perfect in every single way. I would love personally to see what this looked like in a two-year-old, you know, mm-hmm. or a three-year-old. Uh, was Jesus perpetually compliant? I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know. But um, the big picture here is that Jesus, being eternally God, fully one hundred percent God, um, in the incarnation became simultaneously one hundred percent fully human, fully man, not 50, 50, 100, mm-hmm. 100. So at every point of Jesus's life, he was fully God and he was fully man. So what I think is really unique about this, and I, I can't tell you how it happens, somehow um, the paternal line being from God the Father um, made it so that the sin nature was not transmitted to Jesus. Some have surmised and said, "Well, clearly, then um, sin comes from the dads." I don't, I don't know. You know, all I know is that the holiness of God the Father um, being inside of Mary, her sinful nature was bypassed. I mean, it's the best thing I could probably mm-hmm. tell you, Tim. If you have a better version of how that worked, I would love to hear it. Uh, all dads are sinners. All dads are sinners, basically. And every wife is thinking, that makes total sense. You know, like all my good qualities are in my child and all my bad ones are from the husband. But um, but here's the point. In the Jewish mind, this made sense. Right. Um, in the Jewish mind, um, he could be sinless because God was his father, but he could also be fully human because Mary was, um, was his mother. So I, I want to actually poke at one thing here. And um, so the um, Roman Catholics believe that Mary um, necessarily needed to be sinless Sinless. so that Jesus could be sinless. And then in fact, we've talked about this in some previous podcasts, the the doctrine of the immaculate conception um, does not refer to the conception of Jesus, but to the conception of Mary, that she was miraculously perfectly conceived so that she could have, we'll say a perfect egg um, to create the perfect womb for the perfect environment for the perfect God to be um, born. Which is unbiblical. Which is unbiblical. The Bible doesn't say that anywhere. And let's be honest, if having a perfect mom and dad is a prerequisite to having a perfect child, then wouldn't Mary's mom and dad both be required to be perfect? I remember when I heard this doctrine for the first time, I think I was in first or second grade in Catholic school, and my immediate thought was, well, then why weren't Mary's parents perfect? And didn't make any sense. Uh, and the reason it doesn't make sense is because it's not true nor biblical, nor is the Immaculate Conception of Mary stated anywhere in the Bible, hinted to, alluded to, or anything of, of the sort. So I don't say that to upset any of our Roman Catholic friends, but again, our desire is always to bring explicit biblical clarity to all of these issues. So in summary, um, the virgin birth was a miracle. Jesus was fully God and fully man. Mary, being a sinner, did not transmit um, her sin nature to Jesus. Don't know how that happened. Um, And Christians need to get really, really comfortable with awesome miracles, especially miracles surrounding the birth of Jesus, because the miracles point everybody to him and they're big fat arrows that say, this child is divine. 
Merry Christmas, Phil Church. Great answer, Pastor Michael. Thank you for that clarity. Listeners, don't forget you can submit your questions to our podcast by visiting our church website, vcob.org, and just click on the link that says Q&A Podcast. Just a reminder, listeners, you're invited to join us for our Christmas Eve services at 3.30 and 5 p.m. Please join us tomorrow when we answer another question about Christmas. Were there really three wise men? And after all, what is a wise man? Oh,